0: and you're listening to Podcast and Amplify, a podcast for women entrepreneurs who want to amplify their voice and brand through podcasting and grow a wildly successful business. I'm the executive producer and host and an entrepreneur, and I love helping women grow their visibility, mindset, and business to the next level. Each week, I share tips on how to launch and leverage your podcast, and I'm on the very best business leaders to give you advice on how to build your business empire. Let's amplify your voice and business Hey there. Welcome back to Podcast and Amplify. Today, I have a three peat guest, Carla Santa Maria, is here. She's been on, let's see. you were on first on season one?
1: Yes, season one, first season.
0: Okay, first season, and then she came back to help me kick off season three, and the tables were turned, and she interviewed me about what was going on that season, and we got to chat, and now she is back because I just love her so much, and I love chatting with her, and we're going to talk about her experience working with me Inside, I guess what I would call, I think it was most similar to the podcast audit that I offer. I don't think I technically called it that back then. And that was back, I think, in October of 2022. Does that sound right to you as far as the timing? I
1: think so. So I, I think we did definitely connect in October and you did do the audit, but we had also worked together, was it in May? Uh, Maybe so. <laughs> we yeah. worked together a
0: couple of times. Couple times, couple times. So I thought you know, Carla is a great person to give you know behind the scenes of what it's like to work with me in different capacities because we've worked in different ways together, and she has a really fabulous podcast, um, and she does really great work in the world. So Carla, please tell everyone who you are, what you do. And tell us about your
1: podcast. Sure thing. Well, thank you so much, Kristen. It really is an honor to be here back for the third time. So I'm feeling like the heat going for that 3 Pete. <laughs> <laughs> yes. yes. So clearly I'm based out of Miami, lived in Miami <laughs> for 20 plus years now. Uh, but I guess a little bit about me, I'm Carla Santa Maria, born in Honduras, raised in Miami. I am a career and mindset coach for first gen professionals. And I work predominantly with, you know, black and brown women of color who are also first-gen professionals, and I help them job hop their way to a six-figure job.
0: Love it. I love it. I love seeing your content and what you do because it's just so needed. Oh, yes,
1: absolutely. And before I I go more into why that's needed, I just want to say you've done that for me, you know, like you've been that voice of encouragement and support and validation. So thank you so much, you know definitely want to give credit where credit is due. Like truly Kristen and my journey as a podcaster and as an entrepreneur, you have been so amazing. And as a friend, so definitely just thank you.
0: Thank you for being here. And then please do tell us like what kind of drives you? Like what is, what is your North star behind helping who you help and what lights you up about it? So I think
1: what lights me up about it is helping people see their own power. So that is definitely one of my favorite things about coaching. You know, I do this with, I do this one exercise with all of my clients where, I mean, I used to call it like a strengths inventory. I don't really have a name for it anymore, but we would sit down and do this exercise and I would ask them. Uh, to talk about five different experiences, whether it's a project they've completed or you know, like that's something they were like really thrilled at work or just something that they're really proud of that they accomplished. And then, you know, like I asked them a few more questions about it, and we dive deep into it. And based on that, I'm a, you know, like I can draw out the common patterns in what they say. and I you know, and and I just love kind of helping people realize how amazing they are and how they did that themselves, you know, because it's, you know, so it's kind of like celebrating their own accomplishments, but also analyzing it. You know, like I come from my background's in higher education. I have a master's degree in community psychology. Like, I think I used to call it like data coding your strengths. A super boring name. Naming things is not my strong suit, but helping people find their power is, and 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 so that's a, a little bit about that exercise. And and I think that's what I love about coaching is is that you know like it's helping people find their power.
0: You know, I think that's what what you and I really connect on it too is that desire and that ability to tap into what people's gifts are and then the desire to empower others, I so connect to that as well. And it's just, I'm doing it through this path of um, amplifying voices and you're doing it through helping people to see what's possible for them in their careers, especially first gen. And I love that you have your podcast. So tell us a little bit about how your podcast plays into your business.
1: Yes, absolutely. And I am the host of the First Gen Coach podcast. Um, as I mentioned, naming things is not my, <laughs> not my strong <laughs> point. So you can find me on Instagram at Carla, the first gen coach. I think my website is thefirstgencoach.com. I was like, I'm going to name it once and call it a day. So yes, my my podcast is the first year coach podcast, and now I really, I mean, I, I think that there's there's a couple of ways in which my my podcast plays into my business, and I can articulate that from our work together. I can articulate that because of one of the reflection workbooks that you know you shared with me, and it's like what like what is the purpose of your podcast? Honestly, I think when I started my podcast, I was I wasn't. Coaching yet, like I had my coaching business, but I wasn't signing clients. And I was like, oh, I'll just monetize my podcast. (laughs) Yeah, I quickly learned that you know the anchor adds fifteen dollars for every thousand plays. That's like not a good enough north star for me in my in my you know having a podcast. But what is is having a space to speak, you know, at least my truth. And the truth is, I experience it as a Latina woman in corporate America as a Latina woman in this system. So it's having that space to speak, not just to my experiences, but to the experiences of other Latinas, of other immigrants, other first-gen professionals. And it's like the issues that we are facing in the workplace and how we can navigate these broken systems. And so, you know, so my podcast is a little bit, uh, it's a mix of a couple of different things. So I use it to share insights to just provide value and, and serve my community. I also use it to invite other experts who can also add value, you know, and and serve my community in that way. And I also use it to highlight women who I admire. I mean, honestly, I just love my podcast so much because I get to talk to so many cool people. And that's one of my favorite parts. I recently interviewed one of my guests is a first-gen bilingual bicultural mental health professional. I've interviewed women, first-gen Latinas who have transition careers. You know, it's this beautiful space for speaking the conversations that we often are not having in the workplace. These experiences are so common, but yet they're felt in isolation. And my podcast is a space to unify those experiences and to, you know, help us know that we are in community.
0: And I can see like your genuine just excitement around learning from others and also highlighting others. And it's a really important tool that you have because you are helping first gen Latina women in the corporate space, um, professional space, you know, feel seen, you know, feel connected. And you're creating that community through your podcast. And I just love how you're I think you're utilizing it to like it's. Biggest and best possibilities, which is really fantastic to see. I think your energy around podcasting, it's like if if anyone wanted to start a podcast, just listen to this interview and you're, you'll hear how excited Carla is around her podcast. And I think everyone should feel that way about, about starting a podcast. You know, like that's when you know it's really like the platform for you. And this is the way that you should be sharing your voice. Uh, so I just love your energy around it. I mean, I have such a big smile on my
1: face because I guess I, I really do love um my podcast. And I remember when I reached out to you, it was a little bit over a year ago. So I think it was in May of twenty twenty-two, or maybe, yeah, around that time is the first time that we worked together. And I didn't feel that way. I didn't feel like I loved my podcast at the time. I started my podcast on Latina Equal Pay Day twenty twenty one, which was October twenty twenty one. It was exactly a year of, you know, Latina Equal Pay Day twenty twenty, which was Kind of like a big pivotal moment in my life where I realized I was being underpaid. And after a few episodes, it was kind of dormant. Like after a few episodes of my podcast, I was so overwhelmed by it. You know, like that's one of the things that I was struggling with the most. I was so overwhelmed with, oh my God, I need to get an episode out or I don't know how to do the tech. I had recorded an episode and I was taking notes. And when the other person was speaking, and so when I played it back, I heard my pen scratching and that stopped my podcast. Like I just, I couldn't figure out how to edit that out. And I just didn't know how to tell her, Hey, I'm sorry, your audio was messed up and I can't use it. I was just so embarrassed. I also had like maybe like three or four podcast conversations that I had recorded and then I didn't use them. And I felt so much guilt and shame. Like I let, you know, these women who I loved and admired and was so grateful for who came and to have this conversation with me, and I just felt so much shame around that. I was just so overwhelmed by all of it that I stopped. Like was, the cognitive load of it was just so big that I that I had to stop. I was like, I need to let this go. So I released about maybe five or six episodes from October to maybe January or February. And then I stopped. I was like, I can't, I can't do it.
0: And I remember you, that's what you came to me with, where you were just overwhelmed and... Yes. Thank you for sharing those mishaps too. I love when people do share because those are things that we've all gone through, you know, in this pod, in our podcasting journeys. I don't care how professional you are. Like there are snafus that are just going to happen and you just have to figure out how to roll with them. Um but like yeah, recording something and then not putting it out and all the guilt and then you know how many of us have had dogs barking or cars or riding like you did. Like it's all just part of the process. But I do remember you did come to me like you were overwhelmed. You were just kind of like, "What do I do with this thing?" And so, you know, when we worked together, what kind of helped you through that sense of feeling that sense of overwhelm?
1: I think the biggest takeaway was from from when we first work together was when you told me to honor my capacity and that just stuck with me like that made podcasting so easy and I, I started getting into kind of a, a good habit a not I don't know, I don't have it but I was good, hitting a good streak maybe even like hitting my stride with podcasting I was only doing solo episodes I realized that having guests was just too much I just I couldn't do it because I didn't have any systems in place you then helped me set up systems when we did our audit in October. <laughs> so I, so I think in between that summer I had a lot of solo episodes, um, because I, I was able to honor my capacity and my capacity at the time was only to do the solo episodes and get them out. You know, so, so that is the, the, the biggest takeaway because you, you know, I'm new to podcasting, but not new to being on Instagram and being told all the things you need to do around the podcast. And I just, again, just feeling overwhelmed with the to-do list or feeling overwhelmed. Like I remember I would see people's audiograms and because I didn't, again, I didn't know how to do that. It just felt like a lot. Like I, I just remember feeling like it was all just a lot. And then Once you told me to honor my capacity, like, and this was after, you know, like we had done the reflection and we had talked about what feels hard. And we had talked about like all these things that were clouding my space and that were really clouding my ability to use my voice and share my message with people. And so I really felt that it was just so empowering to say like, Hey, you know, like maybe, all right, maybe I won't send an email about this podcast this week and that's fine, but at least I have it out there. So that's something that really really helped me and um you also shared that I asked you oh so how many downloads should I get you know <laughs> and I think you shared that it's okay to have a small but mighty podcast and that was also something that really resonated with me because you know like I I started thinking about the messages that people send me on Instagram you know, like, oh, Carla, I listened to your podcast and, you know, like as I was preparing for a job interview or Carla, you know, like this, here's a screenshot of a text my friend sent me about your podcast and truly amazing things. And it kind of connected me back to why I was doing it, you know, like I was doing it to speak to people. I was, I was doing it to build that sense of community and it it's okay to both honor my capacity and to have a small but mighty podcast.
0: Yeah. And I love that you touched on, we started working together around the overwhelm, right? And it's a great sort of problem to talk about here because that overwhelm is so common for people who are podcasting. And that's why I wanted us to start with the clarity workbook, because I think it's important to start with having clarity around what are your goals with your podcast? What does it mean to you? Um, What is like your, your real why, what is like that deeper drive? And I think getting that clarity helps clear up that like scattery overwhelm. And then just, I felt like I was kind of giving permission, even though I absolutely know you don't need me to give you permission, but sometimes we need to hear someone say like, Hey, you don't have to do the thousand and one things for your podcast that everyone is constantly telling you that you need to do. And so if those other things are getting in the way, like, oh, I have to do the audiogram and then I got to do YouTube and then I got to put it over here. That to me means like, no, no, no. We need to like clear out the things that we really cannot, do not literally have the capacity to do so that we can share our voice, which is ultimately the most important thing. So I'm so glad that those things resonated with you and that they made a difference. I could tell that you just felt so much more like oh. <laughs> like take a take a deep breath and you know move through and have it be enjoyable too. That's the other thing. It's like I think we can feel like entrepreneurship or even corporate life like has to be hard, work has to be hard. And it's like some of these things can be really joyous and we can tap into that and I think it actually results in a better outcome. Hey there, this is Kristen. So I recently had the opportunity to pitch to a big client. Now I was confident that I could do the work, but I was less confident about the process. So I worked with Catherine Denisi, business coach and strategist for female entrepreneurs inside of her business development booster. It was exactly what I needed. She coached me on the entire process. She really helped condense the amount of time it took by showing me the exact steps, and I felt supported every step of the way. So if you're a service-based business and you want laser-focused business strategies, the Business Development Booster is a 90-minute intensive coaching session where you dive deep into your existing business development process, your tools, your client acquisition strategy. You'll leave with a roadmap to generate the right leads and convert them into clients. Now I'm happy to share that podcast and Amplify listeners get 15% off by clicking on the link in the show notes and booking your business development booster by June 30th for sessions that are booked through July 31st of 2023. Now let's dive into this week's episode. One of the things that I kept
1: you know, telling you throughout the different times when we worked together, like I really felt called to do this podcast and I knew that I needed help and I knew that I didn't want to give up on it. Like once I started working with you, I haven't ghosted my podcast. <laughs> so I've ghosted my email list and I've ghosted my <laughs> Instagram. Sorry, peeps, trying not to do that. <laughs> but I haven't ghosted my podcast because it does bring me so much joy.
0: So let's talk about some of your podcasting goals. Have you met them? Or maybe we can talk about what were you were hoping to accomplish from our time working together. Because I know we worked in together in May and then we worked together in October and you touched on it a little bit where we we did go through a little bit more of like systems. So you, you needed some of that, which I was so glad that you came back later for that because it just felt like you kind of needed to like feel into, okay, what is it like having a podcast when you, when I honor my capacity? And then it was like, okay, now I'm ready for phase two.
1: Yes, absolutely. So um, the systems are still totally 100% helped me like i have my a document i just called it running show notes and every time i record an episode i sit there and i copy and paste you know change you know copy and paste the resources and and the things i get copy and pasted but i i don't have to reinvent the wheel every time but yet it's genuine and powerful every time one of my my podcast goals was to be a leader in my field. Now, I didn't really know what that meant, right? (laughs) As a new entrepreneur, what does that even mean? I've gotten speaking engagements. I, you know, potentially as a result of my podcast. um, Also, I feel more comfortable. I can, I send whenever, sometimes I have coffee chats with people or, you know, like potential collaborations and I send them a podcast episode. Um just today I had a coffee chat with someone who was like, "Can I be a guest on your podcast?" And I was like, "What? You're coming to me?" Of course. <laughs> and and yeah, so so I feel like those goals have been met. I was interviewing for a job and the person comes up on the interview and he's like, "Carla, I've been binge listening to your podcast." I'm just like, ah, "Thank you." <laughs> you know? And so I think that 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 goal, even though when I said it, I wasn't necessarily sure what it meant. I think subconsciously I did know, and I I am
0: seeing it now. I love that. And I love the examples of your showing all the different ways that it's, it is working. It is this thing that gives you more credibility, helps you connect with others, helps people understand what your voice is. And that's so powerful. And yeah, I love that. You didn't really know what it meant, but you knew there was like potential there. And like, now you're seeing all these different ways. That's, fantastic yes
1: and actually kristin you know recently i was thinking like oh i need to go back and redo my intro because you know like so much of my message has changed and now i'm like very very vocal about anti-capitalism and like, the, the, like how workplaces can be oppressive and i went back to that intro that i recorded because i don't listen to it i can't i can, I can totally edit my podcast but for some reason i can't listen to my intro and i'm listening to my intro that i recorded a year and a half ago and i'm like this is literally what i want to say like before i knew it like i must have known it on a subconscious level like i talk about corporate environments that are unfriendly to people like us i was just like what how was i
0: talking about this yeah and i remember we worked on your your summary a little bit not your intro but like your summary so how does your summary match up your description of your podcast
1: when people ask me to like submit a bio, I sometimes include the summary of my podcast. You know, Carla Santa Maria is the host of the First Gen Coast podcast. Like, you know, so where first gen professionals learn to like, and 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 so I I still very much use that.
0: Oh, I love it. You know, I how I am about download numbers. They're valuable, but they're part of a bigger story. But you did share with me a, a download milestone that happened recently. Yes. Yes. So,
1: you know, because I took a break from my podcast after a few months, because I didn't have the support that I needed from you yet. (laughs) I, it actually took me like a, like from the first day that I created my account to make my podcast, it took me a year. Um, and I, I'd only released like maybe like 20 episodes, 20 something episodes. I don't know why I said only that's still a lot, but anyway, (laughs) I digress. So it took me a year to hit a thousand downloads you know as exciting as that was there's still that part of me that felt some shame around that you know because i see other folks in their podcasts you know and it's like thank you for 10,000 downloads and then like two weeks later thank you for 20,000 downloads you know so so there was a part of me that felt shame but i was able to kind of just like reflect on it and say no no i'm going to allow myself to be proud of what i've created you know and so that was maybe like 7 or 8 months ago And then it took me like less than half the time to get my next thousand downloads. And then it took me like a month to get the next thousand downloads. So, you know, that's when I reached out and I was like, Kristen, if you ever need a testimonial, I'm your girl.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. I love that you shared that with me. It's so appreciated when people are like, hey, we worked together back in, you know, whatever. Like now I'm seeing these results and. You know, I recently posted about a client who worked with me and she saw instant results um, based on this one modification that I told her um, that I thought would help, and she implemented it. But I that was part of the reason why I wanted to have this conversation with you because there are things that you can do that will give you those instant results in podcasting. But I think we tend to, especially in the Instagram world, get focused on instant returns on our investment, instant gratification. And so I just loved you sharing that several months later, you know, that you're seeing these download increases. And I loyally wanted to highlight that, like, yeah, sometimes we're going to get those quick wins and other times it's going to take longer, but the proof is in the fact that you continue to show up now you're seeing those results and those results are really fantastic. Thank you for sharing that that win with us. So let's see. I think we covered a lot. Was there anything else you wanted to share before we hop off?
1: Yes, I did want to kind of just just name that those the wins those like, you know, downloads and the and kind of tangible wins wouldn't have come had I not gotten the support from you in the intangible, had I not gotten like that mindset? And that's something that is just so, so, so valuable. I mean, even in, in your podcast, you talk about different strategies, but sometimes the strategies that are good for 90% of the people, like maybe like just what they weren't working for me. And I remember when we did the audit, I, I told you about a system that I had that wasn't working. And you asked me why I was doing it like that. And you told me because, and I was like, because that's what you said on your podcast. And you said that I was the creative director of my podcast. And I think I added that to my resume, by the way. it's <laughs> so was like the first Jen Coach podcast, producer and creative director. <laughs> um, you know, and so that, that again, also gave me the freedom to do things my way. Um, but I would not have had that confidence and that ability to even like start tweaking strategies had I not had the experience and really just like, Understanding my why behind it, and like really working on my mindset, and really coming from a heart-centered place, and I think that that was just so so helpful. So before I was able to get those strategy wins, like if I had implemented them the first time that we worked together, I probably would have given up on my podcast. Like it would have felt like too much. Like I needed to really tune in to myself and and why it was and my why. And then really understand like, okay, I'm I'm doing this. All right, now I'm ready for like optimizing this.
0: Yeah, this is your show. You know, I could give you the strategies, but like not everything's gonna work for you. And and I know I felt that myself in my podcast as well. In the beginning with my first podcast, you know, really looking around a lot and like, should I be doing this? And should I be doing that? And, and at one point just being like, this is mine. And I can run it how I want. Um, and that really does give us a lot of freedom to create something really special because we're not going by everyone else's playbook. Obviously, there are things that generally work, but I think it's important to like layer in those things that are uniquely us. That's part of one of my personal missions that i infuse in my coaching is tapping into our inner knowing because we do know we always know but sometimes we can get unsure and and things come up for us so that's what i love to help my clients is you know understanding what it is the block and what is really at the root of this and giving some insight into that and then also some empowerment so as a podcaster I want to ask you one last question because you are a legit podcaster. You have this fabulous podcast. What advice would you give other podcasters who are listening? Maybe a lessons learned or um, just something you've discovered about yourself through the process or about the process. Anything you want to share?
1: Well, I I think the the biggest, biggest lesson, um, you know, is... I'm going to bring it back to honoring your capacity. I mean, I, honestly, I I apply that even outside of my podcast, like sometimes I'm so overwhelmed with them, like, nope, I'm going to honor my capacity because, you know, like you're right, like it is, it is my show. And for folks who don't know, like I have, you know, a full-time job, I have coaching clients, I have consulting projects, I have a family I like to see every so often, <laughs> you know, I have a garden I t- like to tend to like, and by honoring that, by honoring that capacity is how I've been able to consistently show up week after week. And so I really do think that and, and, and you know, and I guess maybe like in a larger sense, it's working on your mindset around your podcast, you know, and, and loving yourself and loving your podcast and do that first. And then you can work on all the strategies and all the tweaks and all the optimizations.
0: Oh, I love that. I absolutely love that. Well, Carla, as always, it's been amazing talking with you. I'm going to say this probably won't be the last time we chat with you based on (laughs) how things are going. But thank you so much again for being here. And um, if you are a first gen uh, in the workspace, definitely reach out to Carla. She's fantastic. She has such a big heart. She has such a great energy and listen to her podcast. Her links will be included in our show notes. So you can very easily go check out um, all the things that she does. Thank you again, Carla. And yeah, I think that's it. Yeah. Thank you. And I will see you next time. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. Hey there! Thanks for listening to this episode of Podcast and Amplify. I want to remind you that this week's episode is sponsored by Catherine Denisi, business coach and strategist for female entrepreneurs who want to build sustainable businesses in less time. Now, don't forget you can get fifteen percent off the Business Development Booster by clicking the link in the show notes below. Thanks for listening to this episode of Podcast and Amplify. If you love the show, make sure to subscribe so you don't miss an episode. And the best way to support this show is by sharing, rating, and reviewing the podcast. For those of you who leave a review, you'll get the chance to win a 30-minute strategy session or a mini audit of your existing podcast. Thanks for listening. And remember, your voice and what you have to offer is needed in the world. Until next week, take care.